So this morning I'm going to talk briefly before we uh, share communion together, and I'm going to be spending time in Psalm 40, uh, the first chunk specifically of Psalm 40, um, and I've been thinking about the fall. For me, this is kind of like the the beginning of the year, the, the reset time. Maybe part of it is because I work for UND, so I'm kind of going in conjunction with the, the school schedule. Um, this time of year for me tends to be my new year. I don't, you know, if it's, if it's resolutions or, or wanting to make changes, I tend to do it this time of year. Janu- January here where we live, I think is just hard. Um, it's below zero outside, it's dark at four o'clock. Where is the motivation to do anything, right? Substantial for changes. Um, maybe it's a fitness goal, right? Maybe it's a, an eating better uh, sort of resolution you're making and then, you know, it, the sun sets at four and it's, 20 below zero, and you find yourself under a blanket eating cookies, if you're anything like me. So um, I like this time of year because that, that Christmas comes back, crispness comes back to the air, and uh, it's, it's like a reset. And I've been reflecting on that and thinking about what do I need to reset in my spiritual walk and my journey with the Lord. And uh, it's kind of a, a time of realignment of sorts. And I was thinking how I'm pretty particular with alignments when it comes to vehicle alignments. I'm that guy. The last time I brought one of my vehicles in for an alignment, I brought it back three times because it wasn't good enough, and I was that guy, okay? The tech probably could not stand me. Every hour, I'm like, you know, they fix it. Supposedly, I go take it out for a couple miles, and nope, it's still pulling a little bit. It's still wandering. Uh, The steering wheel's not quite straight. Back in we go, back on the machine, tweak it again, bring it back to me. And I thought, man, you know, I want to be as intentional always about my spiritual life's alignment in that same way, right? We're constantly needing to, as followers in Jesus Christ, make tweaks uh, in in how we're following the Lord and our our devotion and how we're pursuing him to make sure that we're staying on track and we're tracking straight down uh, the spiritual path that God wants us to be on. And it takes periodic times and checks to adjust that, and that is the season that we're heading in right now. And where I found that God was speaking to me on this in particular for my life and where I need to be realigned is in my everyday neediness for him, my daily uh, coming to a realization that every single day, even in the little things, I need God and I need his help. And Psalm 40 describes, in this chapter, the psalmist describes various places that we as believers can end up if we're sidetracked and in need of alignment um, to get back on track and and what can happen if we're not needing God. And we see here, I'm going to read the first few verses and then we'll we'll jump in. So Psalm 40, starting in verse 1, it says, I waited patiently for the Lord to help me, and he turned to me and heard my cry. He lifted me out of the pit of despair, out of the mud and the mire. He set my feet on solid ground and steadied me as I walked along. He has given me a new song to sing, a hymn of praise to our God. Many will see what he has done and be amazed. They will put their trust in the Lord. Oh, the joys of those who trust the Lord, who have no confidence in the proud, or in those who worship idols. Oh, Lord, my God, you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them. You take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made me listen, I finally understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, look, I've come. 
As it is written about me in the scriptures, I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written on my heart. In the first few verses, in verse 2, we see sometimes we can be in the pit, right? The place in our life, it's full, uh, full of darkness and despair. Uh, our fear is overtaking us. Our fear is paralyzing us. Surely that's a situation where we need God in our lives. Maybe you're absorbed in pride or in the world and feel that pull constantly away from what God has for you. It could be confidence in yourself and in our securities that we have, especially in this country, in our possessions and other people around us instead of in the Lord. I find myself falling into this where I can have too much confidence in my abilities and, and thinking that I can deal with problems instead of seeking the Lord. Verse 6 talks about, in essence, our tendency to do instead of be. God wants us to be with him in relationship, not to focus too much on, on doing acts of righteousness in his name. It's more important that we know him and seek him. So I'm coming to realize that I need to be more needy. And needy people have always kind of irked me a little bit, okay, if they're, they're too needy. But, and I'm thinking about God, God doesn't think that about us, right? There's no such thing as being too needy for the Lord. God wants us to come to him in absolute need day in and day out, and that is what I want for my life going into this fall. My default is to try to control it on my own, and historically only when it gets really bad and I feel that control slipping do I go to the Lord, but I, I don't want to wait till that point. I want to go to God right away for his help. What happens when we do that, it says in the psalm, in the very first verse, the psalmist waited patiently for the Lord. When we wait patiently on the Lord, we experience his joy. The psalmist communicates that in verse 4. I was thinking a lot about neediness for the Lord, and this song came to mind that was written a few years ago. The artist, his name is Jimmy Needham, which is hilarious. You know, your last name, Needham. That's an awesome, I wish I had that reminder every day. Um, it's called All We Need Is Need. I'm going to read just a couple stanzas. I think it really puts in perspective where we want to be as believers in needing Christ. It says, so come on mercy, lead the way to the Father. We are thirsty, fill us with living water. The less we have, the more you offer. Doing my best just to hide my mess, but all we need is need. Working so hard on my righteousness, but all we need is need. You want a heart that's open, a hallelujah that's broken, all we need is need. When it comes down to it, all the Lord wants us to do is to yearn for him and to seek him daily. The very end of this chapter has one of my favorite verses in verse 16 of Psalm 40. It says, but may all who search for you be filled with joy and gladness in you. So that's the result of our need is joy and gladness in our lives. And it says, may those who love your salvation repeatedly shout, the Lord is great. I've always thought that was a really cool picture. I imagine that kind of being what heaven is like. We're, we're all together shouting, the Lord is great. It's an amazing thought. So my question this morning for you before we take communion, do you need a realignment of sorts this fall in your life spiritually with God? Are you like me and, and you need to rely on him more daily? Maybe it's another area of your walk that needs a little sharpening, a little bit of an adjustment to keep you tracking straight down the right path. This morning as we remember the cross, as we take communion, that is our ultimate need fulfilled, right? It all started on the cross when Jesus died for our sins. We all have that innate need as human beings. So let's remember that this morning 
And as you're waiting to come up and take communion, I challenge you, search your heart, ask God, you know, where do I need to make a change? Where do I need to be realigned in my walk with you in the coming months? So I'll pray, and then after I pray, you can uh, dismiss yourselves using one of the two uh, rows here to come up to one of the tables, take communion, and after that, the worship team can kind of come on up and close us out. Father, thank you again for today. Lord, thank you for meeting our needs. You are Jehovah Jireh. You're the ultimate provider. God, we just need to go to you and ask. I pray for an ultimate reliance on you every single day, God. No matter what we're going through, uh, the seemingly good times and, and the really hard, difficult times, Lord, that are filled with trials, we need you. God, I pray that you would create in that, uh, in our hearts, a, a desire to seek you and to need you, God. And I pray that you would reveal to all of us, um, Lord, going into this new season, uh, what we need to do uh, in order to allow you to have a greater presence in our lives and in our hearts. In your name, amen.